doing today. <laughs> we are going to go out and we're going to work and we're going to take care of our city block. We're going to love our city by cleaning it up and, and making it look nice. Kids are going to go out. They're going to pick up trash. Adults are going to go out. We're going to sweep sidewalks. We're going to clean the, the parking lot. We're going to weed the parking lot. It's a really unique thing that we have to do around here. And we're going to take care of our city block. And by doing that, what we're, what we're doing is we're actually falling in line with what we were created to do. And I'm going to take you all the way back to my favorite book of the Bible. And if you've been around, everybody shout, my favorite book of the Bible on the count of three. One, two, three, go. Genesis. Somebody said something else, and I think it might have been Lord of the Rings or something. I don't know. What was that? What did you say? I don't. But Genesis is my favorite book of the Bible because it sets everything up. Without Genesis, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John actually don't make a lot of sense. But Genesis chapter 2, verse 15, God says it. It says this, that the Lord God took the man and the woman, and he put them in the Garden of Eden to till it and to keep it. And the Hebrew words there are to cultivate and to cause to flourish. This is what God intended humans to do, is to cultivate land and space and to cause it to flourish. In the beginning, God put us in a garden. It was what we were made for, to care for things. Later on, though, after the fall of man, after man was kicked out of the Garden of Eden, when sin happened and it's all broken and nothing's working right, they're out and they're having to till and attend land that is full of weeds and thorns and it's difficult. And it goes on and on. And we, we, we experience this today, right? If you've ever worked in your yard, you're, you're dealing with weeds and thorns. Heidi and I were dealing with weeds and thorns yesterday, sitting outside underneath our trees, pulling weeds and thorns. And that's the nature of cultivation of land even today. But the, the metaphor begins to flip. So it starts with an actual literal garden, but then it moves toward a land, a space. So God calls Abram, who later becomes Abraham, out of this land far away into a land he shows him. They call it the promised land, the space where God was going to live and God was going to cause the people to flourish and to grow. And this, this theme keeps carrying through uh, the, the whole story of the Old Testament, this land is a land full of milk and honey. It's a land that they care for and cause to flourish. Then the Israelites wind up losing that land because they sinned again. It's the same pattern over and over again. They sin and they get removed from the land. They get taken to this place called Babylon. And in the place of Babylon, God says to the people, he says, go out and work, cultivate your relationships, cultivate the space, and cause Babylon to flourish and prosper. Cause Babylon to grow, marry, their, marry their, their people, work in their businesses, own businesses, cause the land to flourish and grow. And then the New Testament, the church takes a cue from that, and they go out, and they're working out in the world, and in the cities that they were planted in. And there's stories that are even outside of the Bible. They talk about there was plagues coming through, and the Christians in the town, they were cultivating relationships with people. And so people who were sick were being cared for by the Christians. It wasn't just other Christians that they were caring for, but their whole city. They were cultivating the flourishing of their town, like our freezer ministry that we're starting, right? We're cultivating relationships with people around us, and when they're in need, we're able to bring them food so that they can flourish. God calls each of us, and He places us in a place and in a moment with a purpose. And just as you are unique in all of creation, so too is this church community. And God has placed us in this space, in this theater, in this, this part of town, 
to seek the flourishing of the city, to seek its best, to seek it to grow and to, to be well and to be good. And God has placed us here to do that. So that's what we're doing this morning. We are cultivating the land that God has given us by caring for it. And it's a physical work that we're doing in our property today and the property around us, but it's something we also do with the relationships with businesses, something we do with relationships with our neighbors. God has given these people to us as the garden that we are called to tend. We work physically to garden it, to actually take care of it. We cultivate relationships. We make friends with business owners and neighbors. We shop locally if we can, you know, within the bounds of, of reason. We try to shop locally because we're cultivating the businesses, seeking the flourishing of our city. We vote. We get involved if, as much as we can with the politics of our era to do our best to choose the best leaders that we can for our community, uh, those that we think will lead us toward flourishing as a city and as a nation. And lastly, we pray. We pray for our leaders, for our business owners, for our neighbors, especially that they would discover Jesus, that they would flourish spiritually as well as mentally, physically, socially, and in every way, because that's what God has intended us for, flourishing, okay? So that's what we're doing, and my question for you this morning to ponder before we go out and cultivate the space God has given us to cultivate is what space has God given you to cultivate, each of us? What space has God given you to garden, to see that it grows and flourishes? Let's just take a moment to think about that, and then I'm going to pray for us and invite Tyler up. Before I pray, I wanted to say to the kids in this room, you also have a space to cultivate. You have friendships at school. You have friendships in your workplaces if you're working, and your drama courses, and all the spaces that you happen to be in. There's places for you to cultivate as well. So who has God given you? What space has God given you to work so that people would flourish and grow and thrive? Father, we thank you that we have been given a, a challenge, a, a duty even, to our city, that you have placed us here to love them like you love them, to love the space like you love it, and to cause it to flourish and to grow and to experience the peace of Christ wherever we go. We pray this morning that our work, God, would reflect that, that as people go, why are you doing this? We'd be able to say, because God's given us this space to care for and to love, and you're a part of it too. God loves you. Jesus, I pray that we would experience your presence as we work, that our work would be worship and that our work would be prayer to you. Um, Father, I pray that you would also guard us and protect us as we do various things, keep us from harm, keep us safe. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right. I think I did that in less than eight minutes. So Tyler, I'd like to introduce you to Tyler. If you don't know him, Tyler Anderson is actually quite amazing. He is the guy responsible for all the work getting done around here. And he is going to be responsible for all the work we're getting done out there, too. So, Tyler, tell us what to do. Okay. So, there's a folding table in the back that has a bunch of cards with jobs on them. So, if you would 
Um, just go back there and pick a job. If you run out of jobs, just find somebody with a card and help them do their job. Um, but part of um, what we're doing today is kind of becoming more of a family, right? So whenever you work together, um, you get closer to each other. So I have a couple icebreakers I'd like you to think about um, while we're working together. The first one is at what age do you feel you stopped maturing? <laughs> Mine's about 17, and that might lead into the second icebreaker. Second icebreaker is if you had a superpower, what would it be? And I find that one to be a lot of fun because a lot of times if you think about the superpower, like for instance, mine's always been like duplicating stuff. Like if I wanted a second mic, I could just go and there's a second mic. But then I'd be continuously adding mass to the world so I'd doom us all, right? Because orbit would change and everything. But um, anyways, I'll be floating around. There's lots of jobs um, from weeding parking lots to washing windows. Um, if you have um, the window washing one, I have a ladder and stuff set up out in the lobby already. Um, pretty much everybody else is going to be based out in the parking lot, so if you have questions, um, I'll be there to answer. One of the bigger ones that's going to take some, you know, some muscle is to fix some potholes. I'll be around to help with that too, but somebody who feels, you know, like uh, they're not going to throw their back out doing some work would be great. Um, if anybody has any questions, I'll be floating around trying to keep everybody busy. All right? So first stop is that table in the back. One last thing. We also have, for those who are unable or not dressed for or unprepared to work outside, Beverly is right here in her, her pink shirt. And she'll be on the backspace. And uh, she's just going to do a time of prayer. And for, you can join with her. It'll just be a little while. And you can pray for our city. All right? Everybody got it? On your mark. Get set. We'll see you next week online, folks. Cultivate your neighborhood, and we'll see you guys outside. Let's work. <laughs>